I'm not going to finish this, but we can definitely talk about it. Um, Randy, I should send it to you so you can give it a quick watch, too. I forgot 100%. to do that earlier. Do it. Yeah, apparently we have a new monarch, so. Oh, yeah? <laughs> While also living in a republic. Yeah, apparently we've become a republic. With know. a king. <laughs> is that, is, is it not, uh, is that not a lady? Is that not a queen? I mean, no, she, she is a woman. She claims to be, so I mean, I'm, yeah. I would assume she's, I don't know, it's just... <laughs> The whole right. other level of I don't even understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, well, Randy kind of looks at that. Um, where Cody, where did you me, send like, it over, uh, Ridge? Huh? Where did you send it? WhatsApp. Okay, I got nothing. There we go. Yeah, Cody, give me like uh, five seconds of uninterrupted audio. Make sure you're coming in good. Uh, okay. Uh, how about I talk about my work day today? I got to yell with a skip drive. You what? I got to yell at a skip driver. <laughs> How was that? Oh, uh, same as always. Hey, can you wash your hands? No, no, no. Just, just use the sanitizer at the door, please. Wash your hands. <laughs> no, 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 dude. The sign says everyone. Are you someone? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Use the hand sanitizer, please. Then <laughs> head over this way to pick it up. <laughs> oh, but I washed my hands in my car. I don't care. Wash yeah. them again. <laughs> You've now touched the doorknob of everything on your way in, so just just oh, clean up. Balls on the way, and I don't know, you know. Watch Scratch someone head. else's balls. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the funny. fuck am I watching? <laughs> I'm probably yeah. gonna keep this all in. We'll probably just just go as we go. Um, <laughs> like what the fuck? Uh, we're gonna recording in progress. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's special. It's the internet. It's the internet at, at its yeah. finest. Um, <clears throat> but let's do a little intro here. Roll into it. We'll just you know smoothly, smoothly, smoothly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Two Idiots Podcast. I'm Rich. I'm Randy. And joining us this week is uh, Mr. Cody Bedard. Welcome here, sir. Hey. Long-time friend, big-time Habs fan. You see what I'm wearing for you? Yeah, there you see go. See what I'm wearing for you? I did see that. I was wondering where you got that. <laughs> it's uh, My father-in-law had a couple of knockoff jerseys. He used to live with us, and he left them here. He was trying to sell them. But as it turns out, there's not a big market for knockoff Saku Koivu jerseys. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'd think it'd be booming, really. Yeah, right? I mean, so I, it's, I mean, I have... I have two knockoff Ken Dryden jerseys, so I'll take you know I take there you uh, go. <laughs> so it's it's just there. So I figured in honor of of having you on the show, I would I would rock a Habs jersey, even though I dislike the Habs, but I hate the Knights. So yeah, <laughs> I don't I think figured. I have a single piece of Habs gear any of anything in my house. Nope, I never had. This is the first time I've ever had um, the C on me. It's it feels. Icky. I have the C tattooed on me. I never leave the house without one. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you have it? Just right above your right, right above your dick, or what? <laughs> I mean, that'd be a great spot for it, but it's just <laughs> that would be the spot. That would be the spot. That yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's probably where Randy has a portrait of Bret Hart. That's exactly where it is. <laughs> His hair goes like around my butthole, and it's like in my taint. 
the manscaping must be uh oh it's excellent I, the, <laughs> precisely why we got we got hooked up right yep we didn't even convince our guest to uh to mention our sponsor so get yourself some manscape <laughs> use it i think, to I think you and my brother are now the first two to promote it on to, for us <laughs> yeah, you guys are better at it this episode of the Swedish podcast sponsored by manscape the olympics euros Baseball, major championships, and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tamir Pubes has helped from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body with royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? <laughs> Fellas, do right by your balls and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code IDIOTS. Indeed. Speaking of Olympics, just picture that that pole vaulter guy that jumped over the the bar, and as he came down, his pole literally just flicked the end of his junk. Now imagine if he had cleaned everything up, everything would have sat nice and snug in those tight spandexy uniforms they have to wear. Uh, So if he was involved with Manscaped, he wouldn't have had to worry about that. And but even afterwards, so even if that were to happen, get a little little crop reviver, a little ball toner. You know, it it would really help with the chafing, and and you know, after getting flicked in the dick with your with your with your pole, um, so the world is starting to open. The performance package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, plus two free gifts: performance boxer briefs, which are dope, and the shed travel bag. Insane. I'm talking about the world class, just not the post quarantine world here. You're going to get the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. This thing is taking home the gold medal every day of the week. Uh, features cutting in ceramic blades, going to reduce your grooming accidents through the skin safe technology. It has a 7,000 RPM motor, a 4,000K LED spotlight. It's got a travel lock, so that thing can turn it on in your bag. Yep. Uh, it's also waterproof, so if you got to go in the shower, you can do it in the shower. Not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Phelps is drooling just thinking about the possibilities <laughs> and probably because he just smoked dope and is having the munchies um, that too. so definitely get 20% off and free shipping with the code idiots at manscaped.com that's 20% off and free shipping with the code idiots manscaped.com achieve pubic glory this year with manscaped and the two idiots anyway like I said, longtime friend. We've known Cody now for oh, I don't know, decades and decades, almost probably, at least a decade. Yeah, yeah, what two thousand five ish? This is the first time I've seen your face in probably. Well, I I got food from you two years ago. I think it was before COVID. Right, yeah. I think it was right before COVID. Yeah, or was it right at the beginning of COVID? I don't remember. A year or two yeah, ago, I remember you came in and got a burrito. Yeah, it's good. And then before that, you had texted me one afternoon being like, hey, were you walking at this specific spot downtown? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I honked my horn at you. And I'm like. (laughs) I do that. I do that. Walking downtown. Everyone's honking horns. I got my headphones on. I'm not paying attention. (laughs) Just have your ear tuned specifically for Reg's horn. Yeah. (laughs) And you're, and you're, you know, you're just used to the cat calling. It doesn't even, doesn't affect you anymore. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to this day, you might be the only person that we, uh, that I've had a long-running joke with about one of my buddies having sex with my dad. So that's um, 
that's some some throwback. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there you go. All How's that old bear doing anyway? <laughs> He's good. He's good. good. To this day, I don't think Fantastic. he ever knew about it, so it's probably for the best. <laughs> that's yeah, something to bring up your next best. party. Yeah, yeah. Did you know one of my buddies from high school? Was, he always asked about you and pretended yeah. he had had. Yeah, listen university. to this episode, Dad. This guy wants to fuck you. <laughs> no, no. The joke was that he already had. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay, he wants to do it again. Then it was yeah, so good. I, you know, oh. like, you know up with an axe kind of thing, right? Yeah, but dreamier and more passionate. <laughs> so, anyways, we're getting yeah, this time yeah. it exceeds the fantasy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Cody and I, we were talking about um, as we mentioned as kind of the intro of this episode. I'll probably end up keeping it. Um, when we were talking about how apparently Canada has a new leader. So we were t- discussing some of that, and uh, you were saying you kind of went deep on some of the, the Facebook-y type uh, conspiracy posts oh, and, and groups and such. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to have you on the show. We'll talk about this this new leader of ours, allegedly, and uh, <laughs> and maybe dive into some of that. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, let's put the swimsuit on, boys. <laughs> that was good. It, that was good. Uh, so anyway, to, to preface it, um, there is a video out there. <clears throat> I sent it to Randy as well, but apparently there is a a person named Romana Dedulo, Dedulo, Jason Derulo, um, who is apparently the head of state and commander in chief of the Republic of Canada, which I wasn't aware we were a republic or kind of when that happened, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're with still the times, man. It was on CTV yeah. News tonight. Come on, <laughs> just today. Well, wow. I mean, yeah. if, we want to go, if we want to go off her timeline, the uh, United States military took over the the, the, the the whole government on January 14th. Mm. I think it was February. She they, said, they, or was it January? They sent her an email that confirming her <laughs> rule as the queen and leader of the Republic of Canada. <laughs> as she's sitting on her her couch. On her you know, couch, just, yeah, the people's couch yeah. of Canada. Yeah, it literally <laughs> looks like a backroom casting couch video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the people's couch of Canada. That's that's <laughs> the that's the throne we want our mm-hmm. leader to sit on. I mean, I'm, I'm literally sitting on milk crates. I'd be happier with this person. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be like a Scotch guarded, like plaid style, you know, classic old Chesterfield, as we would call them. A Chesterfield. Oh, Chesterfield. Ooh. Chesterfield. Oh, boy. Right? If you're gonna go Canadian, you gotta call it a Chesterfield. I went to Chesterfield. Yeah. It's basically a couch. It's oh. a couch. That's just, it's another <laughs> name for a couch. I'm gonna look it what, up. It's I'm what your grandma would call a couch. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently a Canadian grandma. <laughs> well Matt Moreau, like Matt Moreau, his mom, she always used to call it the Chesterfield. That's where I first heard it when I was a kid. Oh. So I was like, what the fuck is a Chesterfield? And I Googled it, and yeah, it's just like a an older it. style couch. I dig it. I th- yeah, that would have been better. That that's what our our newly appointed leader should be sitting on. Word. Let me uh, let me share it. I'll show and red you red green's got to build it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, pure duct tape. Yeah, I think uh, one of these might do the trick. There you go. Yeah. In fact, it's nicer than the average. Monarch's throne. It's got it's got to be like toned down though because we're too humble as a country. So it's got to be like oh, a little bit toned it down. Like maybe a rip or two, maybe a stain. Yeah, you know, 
that one time your aunt came over and got a little <laughs> too much to drink, yeah. you know? I'm a little, little sassy. Aunt Linda again. Yeah. <clears throat> From, uh, this is what I literally just, expect the, the actual queen of England to sit on is that kind of couch you just showed. Yeah. You need to get, um, uh, you need to have picked it up from Salvation Army. I mean, if you look, if you watch the video and like the background behind her, I know it's mine's not much, not much better, but she looks like she lives in like a $900 a month apartment in some, you know, bum neighborhood. I think she's from Vancouver. I think, I think that's what it said. Yeah. Hello, Canada. Oh, I'm Romana Dito. I'm the founder <laughs> and leader of Secondhand Canada. Chesterfield. As of February this year, go. 2021, I am the head of state and commander-in-chief <laughs> of Canada, the Republic. In case you're wondering who appointed class, me as the head of state and commander-in-chief of the Republic of Canada. Yeah, it's one of those, like... Late nineties, like it's like people really who appointed me on the white hat. Right, it's like it's almost head. like it's like yarn or something like that kind of like a woolly. The same group of people. This is, this is important conversation, boys. You can't be dissecting the couch. Yeah. <laughs> what are The got same shirt? group of people who have seized the assets <laughs> of the Vatican Church. Apparently, they have the assets of the Vatican Church. So, the same group yet. of people yes. who have seized well, the assets good. of the fake royal family of the UK installed oh. by the central bankers 200 plus years ago. Hmm. The same group of people who have seized the assets of the 13 family bloodlines. The what? The same group of people who have seized the assets of most, if not all, Royal I can't hear a Europe. fucking word of this, so I have no idea what <laughs> Can you hear, Cody? The same group uh, of people <laughs> who have <laughs> been your reaction is just funny to me because I've watched it so many government. times because it's just like, you, you have to watch it that many times to understand what the hell is even happening here. Right. Yeah. Well, people are listening to the show. Not that that is out of the way. I would like to say a special hello and thank you to the U.S. Armed Forces and Allied Hello, Forces inside the <laughs> Republic of Canada. Mm-hmm. Hi. Are we getting to the military tribunals? Thank, thank you so. for your yeah. sacrifice. Thank you for your sacrifices. And service to humanity. Mm. Above all, thank you on behalf of the men and women. It's pretty fun to just hear silence for a while and just hear it. Canada. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Now on to so our sex. Canada First members from coast okay, I don't want to, to listen coast. to this anymore. She's really boring. Um, we need a, an actual queen of Canada needs to have more charisma, more huzzah, you know? Words. Like, I'm scared of Queen Elizabeth still. She talks you know? like she doesn't know how to be human, you know? like <laughs> She's a Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Like... The Queen of England, she's 800 years old. Actually, she might be infinity years old. I don't think... I think she was there during the Big Bang. She might have caused it. And, you know, she still instills fear. Like, if she were to tell you anything, you're, you're going to do it. Well, I mean, if since we're on the topic of uh, conspiracy theories, there is a really fun conspiracy theory that the royal family are vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... So, I mean... Okay. Most Not of out look of the realm it. of possibility, right? Yeah. They're really pale. There's a ginger in there. You know, you can't trust them. <laughs> Daywalker. He's dangerous. It was um, uh, 
I think Queen Queen Mary is like a distant relative of Vlad the Impaler. Okay. Supposedly, but I, you know, that's so far back in time, you can't actually makes sense. I mean, he'd be the leader of. He's the leader of Transylvania in like the 1400s yeah. or whatever. So maybe and he was the inspiration for Dracula. So therefore, to put the two together, he killed a lot of people. He killed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Now I think that there's probably like a whole genre of fan fiction based on Queen Elizabeth being a vampire. Oh, and certainly. <clears throat> there's probably a sexual tangent to that because what else is fan fiction for? But. <laughs> But even with this, this video here, um, as head of state and commander-in-chief of the Republic of Canada, Romana Dedulo. So people check it out. Give it a watch if you like. Um, it's kind of boring, but it's it's just interesting that... Um, why? Like, what? 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 Is, what? You know, that's sort of... That's where it, it, I just don't understand how suddenly... So the American... The U.S. military is suddenly the, like, shining light of truth and objective wonderfulness and so they've installed they somehow they've this cabal has taken over all the money of all the royal families and whatever the 13 families is and then all these things but they're somehow supported by the u.s government but likely not or sorry not the government by the u.s military military specifically yeah but not by the government but then she mentions the same people that supported trump so it's probably a QAnon thing but it's like oh it's, it's definitely very ingrained in QAnon because like yeah. she she herself hasn't full out said a lot of the conspiracy theories that her followers are posting um <laughs> we can get into that after but um it's just like so like i first caught wind of this from a post on a local like the winnipeg subreddit someone had brought in a piece of paper into a business that basically said in short form of what she says in the video being uh-huh. like you can't make me wear a mask rah 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 you're gonna face a military tribunal <laughs> like just the i, I can't even put words to it <laughs> just hurt well hurts. i googled it and there are um <clears throat> many things that pop up when you google it just under images it's like uh apparently yeah, there's a whole bunch of random stuff. The truth about her, Canada First Party, national political party with specific vision, mission, and goals. Then it links to the video. <clears throat> Got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, apparently, there's a vaccine antidote. Um, I don't know why <laughs> you you would need that. But um, anyway, it's... I'm just going to go... Oh, oops. Canada First Party. Ooh, there's a whole website. But why why would the website be Canada First Party of Canada.ca? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure this that's that's how that's how phishing emails happen. <laughs> um okay, let's read this. <clears throat> it has a picture of, of actually I'm gonna share this too because it's just delightful. Um she, her hair is quite nice. Um that picture. <laughs> Romana the porcupine the duo. Canada and Canadians economic freedom or enslavement depends on you. This is your last chance to make a real change in Canada. We have to save Canada and Canadians from globalist and communist chokehold. 
There's some grammar issues there. That means dissolving all pre-existing national political parties in Canada because they have been infiltrated by and are serving foreign interests. Their plans for Canada and Canadians are not your plans. Uh, Romana Dadulo, founder and leader of Canada First Party of Canada. Um, uh, okay. Sure. That's not a new stance necessarily. It's time to clean up the deep swamp in Canada, it says at the top. The deep swamp. swamp. It's not just the normal swamp. It's the deep swamp. Oh, it's always deep. It's super deep. Gotta be. Together, we'll put an end to corruption, bribery, criminality, incompetence, hypocrisy, and lies in government. (laughs) No, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, so it's clearly against. Tells you to welcome to the tribe. Look at that, eh? Maybe really I'm using those buzzwords. Picky, but does it, does it bother anyone else how the like the way it's spelled Canada first? Yeah, yeah, hundred like, percent. It straight up bothers me to see. Like it doesn't make. It's just there's no space in between it. It's literally <laughs> the number one, not spelled out to make it sound more official. The only thing it's, I can think is with this logo, is that the one party. Maybe it's just my conspiracy brain mm. thinking. But I think maybe no, that's, that's the play. No, that's a great point. But top six priorities. Ooh, we're going to go deep here. This is a this is a <laughs> putting Canadians in the driver's seat economically. Um, Canadians should be the ones determining their income, not their government. <clears throat> I wasn't aware Sweet. that the government was determining my income till now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, okay, so economy, build Canada's national economy corridor, lower taxes smaller government, job creation and protection, invest in Canada for Canadians. None of that sounds super crazy. That's reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, I disagree with much of it, but it's not an uncommon stance. Um, the safety and sovereignty of Canada cannot be left to other nations. Okay. Uh, Canada First Government will increase our military, navy, and air force budget to ensure Canada is independently capable of protecting her borders and citizens. We will defund and withdraw Canada's membership from the UN, WHO, WTO, mm-hmm. ICC, NCDC, and CBC. <laughs> we're gonna take out the CBC. CBC, right? So we're going to take global out superpower that is the CBC. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> they are corrupt. The corrupt business. No, the corrupt bureau of Canada. Um, so, that, speaking of corruption, investigate and prosecute corrupt politicians, bureaucrats, health crats. Is that, is that some new term since COVID? Health crats? Probably. I've seen it pop up a few places. I haven't looked into it myself. I'm assuming that's what it means is like top doctors specifically. Like your, like your Brant Rusins and the, the people yeah, exactly. who speak on behalf of the province. And then we're going to investigate and prosecute illegal drugs traffickers, human traffickers, women traffickers, and child tra- You realize they're already doing that, right? Like that's <laughs> Till now, we're like not just letting everybody... Thing always, right? Yeah. And we're going to cancel all foreign aid funding. Uh, Canadian troops shall only be deployed for peacekeeping missions, zero combat missions, freeze but immigration. remember, we're also increasing the budget of the Canadian military as well. Mm. But just for peacekeeping, but then we're yeah. going to cancel all foreign aid funding. So what does that mean? You know, like <laughs> just peacekeeping, we're going to pay you more, make, make a bigger army for peacekeeping. And we're going to call that whatever we want. Oh, they're just saying, well, we'll give you the bodies. We're just not going to give you any supplies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or more likely, we're going to send our army in, fuck shit up, and then give you no foreign aid funding as a, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay. Freeze immigration except for investor immigrants opening businesses in Canada and immediate family reunification to remain neutral on all foreign political issues. Um, how, how can we have a functioning global society if you're just like, nah? You know? I mean, ask Switzerland? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but they're tiny and... They're also oh, kind of <laughs> corrupt. Absolutely. <laughs> reducing and eliminating taxes. Oh, here we go. Reducing personal taxes, corporations, and eliminating the carbon tax. Of course you do, as you would. Why wouldn't you? Always top of mind, the old carbon tax. Yeah, gets people real revved up. Um, so they don't have any representatives except new man. What? <laughs> <laughs> What a great photo, too. <laughs> that, that was the title like of the stock, stock picture. Photo from Getty Images of a construction yeah. worker. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, there's 14 seats in Manitoba. Brandon Suris. So maybe these are real people that have already... Wow. Um... <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, I I don't know what to do with this. I, you know, um, I, I'm I'm broken. I don't know. You guys talk for a little while. Done. It's game over. Put them in the trash. Okay. Well, if you want me to talk for a second, I, I'll I'll bring up my favorite conspiracy theory of these uh, Canada First followers. I guess you would want to call them. Okay. Um, so. Our Prime Minister Trudeau is locked away in Guantanamo Bay. The guy we see on TV every day is a clone, or sorry, a, a body double hmm. with an ankle monitor. So he's on, on post arrest. He can't go anywhere but make his press conference. Um, <laughs> it just and it goes further than that too. Like it's just they, there's body doubles all over the place. Uh, you know, Joe Biden again. He's another body double. We're all. Of course. All these well, uh, political leaders that are locked away in Guantanamo Bay. And but it's again, just a key, and it stops. Why, why Kang is it and Kodos, that... you're leaving the country. <laughs> Who, what? Kang and Kodos from Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, really, it's like, why? I mean, I, I think I do know why, because most of the people that are leaning into this are pro-U.S. military, but it's just interesting to me that the U.S. military is seen as like this pure thing that it, the arbiter of all things good that you know mm-hmm. they're throwing people in Guantanamo and that's fine but like the US government isn't involved and it's just the US military I <sighs> fun fun anyway so it's, it's bad shit that's what it is yeah it is uh, but people believe it that's the problem I mean just pick your favorite military junta from around the world and that's what they want they just want the strong arm, God King military guy to crack down on all the leftists and anarchists, right. and liberals. And <laughs> they should read up on, on history a little bit, because if you knew that in Roman history, once the Praetorians basically decided who was going to be emperor, the empire collapsed. <laughs> like you, yeah. you can't have the military making those decisions mm-hmm. because then if they you make a de- decision they don't like. They just kill you and put someone else in. Yeah. I mean, just as much as recently, uh, Southeast Asia, right? Several Elaborate. Over the last decade. In, in what way are you talking? Just like military junta is taking over or the, you know, South America. 
drawing a blank. Is it Indonesia that was recently having one? I'm drawing a uh, blank on the country. Name uh, the Myanmar moment. had one. Myanmar, thank mm, you. That's yeah. the name. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not uncommon. There are definitely places that that's happening. Um, but for a functioning developed country, we can't let just the military or run mm-hmm. the shit. And that's why I think, think it's so interesting because most developing countries have been super fucked by the U.S. military. And um, it's interesting that they get propped up as like all that's good and holy in the world. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So how did you get into this type of stuff, Cody? I mean, I, I personally, I try to avoid co- conspiracy oh theories just as this a rule. It probably goes back to like when we were in high school, when I, I think it was like 2006 or seven when I really like stumbled into 4chan. Oh, and like good old 4chan. And hung out there for a long time and just like, you know, creeping on threads, reading people, <laughs> just ridiculous uh Holocaust denial theories and 9-11 <laughs> conspiracy theories and, you know, because at the time that was, you know, the full-blown Afghan and Iraq war, right? Yeah. That's, so that's, yeah. That, that's how I got into it was just being on 4chan. Right. I've, def- I've definitely lost a few hours, a lot of nights to 4chan just going down those rabbit holes. I think I was exactly. on the briefly a little bit too back in the day. It might have been at your house, Randy. I don't know. Probably. Remember. I'm sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> but because now there's 8chan because 4chan is too liberal I guess <laughs> I don't know <clears throat> and God knows what else yeah, uh, there's a really great uh, HBO documentary that went on that really dives deep into the whole 8chan thing oh on HBO you said and then another podcast yeah HBO it's uh, Q Into the Storm and there's another oh. great podcast by uh, Jake Handrahan a popular front uh, called Q clearance, and he go he goes oh. deep into the whole eight chan starting QAnon thing. Well, okay. I I had a good actually on uh, Thursday. I had a multiple hour conversation with with a coworker about. We went pretty deep. Like I found out that he's kind of staunchly on the other side of the political spectrum, and especially for me, and it was it ended up being fairly productive. But very quickly, um, he started kind of defending Trump, but it, the way that he was talking about it, like I was asking questions and I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, why do you think that? But then it got like, well, you're saying this and you're thinking that and you're doing this. And I, I had the realization that it seems like most people on that side of the spectrum, when they're debating or arguing, it's very you and they, and it's all ad hominem, very uh, pointed attacks Whereas I was debating the idea. My favorite, my favorite word for it is <laughs> whataboutism. Oh yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It was so common. And I was so, so often I'm like, hold up, hold up. Like you're saying what I'm saying without me saying it. Like, let's, let's discuss this. And he just kept like, and eventually we got to a point where it was more calm and we're kind of like, cause I think I'm fairly reasonable. I'm not a super lefty, you know, so I like to think about the issue. I'm not just going to take it at face value. And there's, nuance within that right and so then having this conversation it was like you know it just the way he was coming about it it was all very you think this and you say that i'm like it's always a blame game yeah i'm not assuming what you think but you're assuming what i think because i'm left and then suddenly that means that i'm this and i'm that and i'm that (laughs) i'm like okay buddy let's talk i told him i was like you're getting really defensive let's um dial it down and then uh, he did but like I had to be the voice of reason for him. <laughs> but it gets really personal. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, of course, it's politics. Everyone takes it too personally mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yeah, I wish I could be more uninvolved. I used to be. Simpler times, simpler times. <laughs> yeah, I try to stay out of the out of the dribble as much as I can, but it's hard not to get sucked in nowadays. Yeah, especially since everything's politicized. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can stay out of it all you want. Personally, like when it comes to the things, you know, I spend a lot of time on Reddit. Right, it's anonymous. I'll just dig in and just punch, 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 <laughs> just because you know what else is there to do. That's fair. And I mean, if you're going into it as a troll. That's fine. I just think if there's so many people that go into it fully invested, like especially oh, on Facebook, when people right. are like, you know, their life is on the line for them to make this point and convince you. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, even things being politicized, even with COVID, like you work in the restaurant industry <clears throat> and, you know, I think you've had some posts recently about people. I don't know, giving you shit about masks or coming in and not doing certain uh, things. It's been or, like this since the start. Yeah. I will say that one guy you called like a pee pee poo poo head just fucking made me chuckle so hard, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed him. Steven. Yeah, he blocked me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was legitimately um, on my couch. My wife said, like, "What the, the fuck are you laughing at?" I said, that, "It was awesome." You know, like we like we kept harassing him on my Facebook post because he just kept digging himself deeper and deeper and deeper into a, a hole of lies <laughs> and uh he reached out to my boss and my girlfriend's boss trying to have us fired because we were going to get vaccinated and we were going to be shedding covid to customers oh my god oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but Here's the iron even wherever you are out there i hope you're well yeah <laughs> And vaccinated. Um, and please get vaccinated for the love of God. Please get vaccinated. <laughs> like, I promise it's not a mind control device. I promise. The irony is that the people that are so concerned about that have been yelling that the lefties are snowflakes for years. <laughs> yeah. And then the minute you push against anything Trump has done or anything, you know, anything, anything that doesn't align with you know, their side of the aisle, suddenly they get red in the face and lose their fucking minds. Yeah. And that snowflake just turns into an avalanche right quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But anyway, so yeah, we have a new leader and that was a good way to start the, start the show. I am so flammy. Absolutely. I've looked up the 13 families and I know most of these names, but I don't know some of them. Read them out. So the 13 families that own the world are Freeman, Reynolds, Bundy, Russell, Onassis, Rockefeller, Astor, Collins, Kennedy, Lee, Van Doon, DuPont, and Rothschild. Oh, okay. I've, that makes sense. I've heard of a few of those for sure. I guess that's like where all the money is, right? And all the control. Yeah. And the Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I always, again, I, like I said, I avoid conspiracy theories almost like the plague and I, or at least what I think is kind of conspiracy theory type stuff. Right. I'm just, I don't have the mind bandwidth to dive into this stuff a lot of the time. <clears throat> and I, I always defer to Occam's razor. Normally the simplest explanation is the correct one. Like that's normally what it is. Right. But then when you say that to a conspiracy theorist, they're like, you're right. The simplest thing is that, the towers were taken down by the government and then yeah. you know 
then every then they then they compartmentalize every simple step of Occam's razor and then connect them into conspiracy theory. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like <laughs> the simplest <laughs> answer is that it was a terrorist attack. You know? <laughs> like not not every step is a simple answer that then you make it a complicated web. It's just, <laughs> Right. I don't know. Um It was the lizard people, Reg. Yeah. It's just Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> it it can't. You're I right. Know. <laughs> but, <laughs> God. Anyway, Cody. Um, so what what else on in the world of the internet do you think we should know about? Anything come to mind? Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, like recently or just overall all yeah. time. Whatever suits your fancy. Oh boy. Um, yeah. So I guess um my one of my new favorite conspiracy theories is the uh, i mean it's actually not new it's new to me i only just recently discovered it by sleuthing more into the britney spears stuff okay but that mm-hmm. uh britney spears is a, a government puppet for the bush administration back in the early 2000s that's just one of my all new right. favorite ones it's just okay, all but, right okay but why so a lot of her, uh, or like her early two thousands breakdowns, like when she shaved her head and when she got, you know, divorced and this and that, um, a lot of the, a lot of those uh, events happened right around the same timeline as Bush administration mishaps, you know, so like, you know, bombing something in Iraq and Afghanistan, for example, and like, you know, we killed a bunch of civilians. But hey, Britney Spears did this crazy, right? Thing, right. <laughs> That is the craziest cover-up I've ever heard in my life. Genius. I, I know. Pure I just genius. recently stumbled onto this about a week ago, just, just <clears throat> reading on Reddit, like, as I usually do, and then I just dive deeper and deeper and deeper <laughs> and deeper <laughs> into that hole just to find more. And, like, you know, there's that one, or there um the most recent stuff with her, right, that, you know, she's not in control of her Instagram yeah. account and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, that's obviously it's a little bit easier to debunk yeah. than, of course, you know, her being a government puppet, which is just like, <laughs> it's just like I don't know I mean, when people come up with this stuff. It sounds like her life is really sad. Like the fact that she's been under like conservatorship oh, from her dad 100%. for like 20 years or whatever. She's a grown woman. She can't take care of her own life. Um, that's a bummer. But, oh, is Cody still there? Did we lose him? Oh, perhaps. Might have dropped on us. Please. Oh. Oh. Your video's frozen, but we just heard you talking. Oh, okay. I, well, you know, we pay for internet rent, so sometimes it's a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> well, as long as we can hear you. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, the fact that she's a, quote, government shill or something that, uh, like, the, I'm just picturing George Bush strolling into the into the Oval Office and saying, we killed 400 civilians. <laughs> Shave Britney's head. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's get Brittany in the office here and talk to yeah. her. <laughs> Somebody hand oh, me a pair of sunglasses. I can't see shit right there. <laughs> What's that, Cody? I was saying he just ripped old line off a Cheney's bald head. <laughs> yeah. ah. We got to get the blonde girl. The Americans love her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's that shit's wild. Um, that, I'm glad I know about that one. See, those are fun. Those don't bother me as much. But then when it gets into the that, you know, no media is trustworthy or <clears throat> the cabal 
of world leaders is or how globalization or how immigration oh, like, or how foreign uh, yeah, aid. Like Gates or the what? One of to Canada first website bought a You're right? super glitchy. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the show at all. Ah, uh, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a show. That's all I heard. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Your video is still frozen. It's really funny. Cool. This will be good for our uh, video. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying, um, going can first say uh, how it claimed that globalists are an issue, you know, to warranty and freedoms and so on and so forth. Um, and if you're familiar with Alex Jones or all, <laughs> globalists is just another word for Jew. <laughs> yeah. Right? They just, yep. you know, I mean, you were glitching out, but I think I know what you said, that yeah, globalists and Jews kind of go hand in hand, or anti-Semitism go hand in hand. Mm. Um, yeah, you're, maybe turn your turn yeah. your camera off, Cody. Maybe that will help smooth it Might out. Might bring the audio in. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. We're getting too yeah. close to the truth. Yeah, see, that's happening. It's the uh, Biden's coming in, and Trudeau, <laughs> they're shutting us down. Yeah. Oh. Did we, we lost oh, him entirely. We lost him. He's gone. He's, he should be able to rejoin. Um, no, he's gone, man. Cody yeah, doesn't exist anymore. That's a sweet picture, though. The fighting. That is. That's a fucking awesome picture. <laughs> Can you hear us, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we're too close. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's now John Hickamore. And he'll be living in uh, Eastern Barrie, Ontario. He's <laughs> going in, into hiding. Yeah. George Soros and the, and the globalists <laughs> are taking over our podcast. We can't even get through one. God damn it, man. Um, yeah. I don't know if Cody's coming back. He's here. I don't know if he can hear us or talk or, or make noise as Randy chews ice or something. Thirsty. Sorry, I was parched. Had to get the ice in. <laughs> Should not have ripped a bat before I came down here. Oh, nice. I mean, perfect for the theories, but yeah, shit's nonsense. I don't, I don't know that I've had a a ton of conspiracy theories come my way lately because no, I used just, to be kind of into them, but yeah, they sort of they sort of come and go. Which one were you into, Randy? Oh, which one's right? Hey, there we go. Um, I guess I was less into conspiracy theories and more just like UFOs and like what's the mm. government hiding and all that kind of shit, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not so naive to say that the government isn't doing shady shit. Oh, for and sure, like, they are. Hundred percent. I've read many books about, you know, the CIA and all that type of stuff, and like it's, it's that's happening. But do I think that there's yeah, like five people just up there being like, ah, you know, hey, we're gonna install this lady apparently as the head of Canada for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, mm. <laughs> but I don't understand why we'd have to be a republic for that. Well, because we want to drop from the monarchy, right? Because we got to be more like America, right? And, you know, she's obsessed with American politics. Everything she talks about comes—it's it, very Q-heavy. Everything. 
Yeah. Right. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. Anyway, what's um, anything else yeah, going the on? Thing, like the UFO thing, right? Like <clears throat> conspiracy theories kind of, I mean, like it really kicked off with like the, el- uh, the, sorry, the protocols of the elders of Zion, which is a giant conspiracy about Jews being evil that was oh. written in the 1800s. Mm which spanned into the 1900s, which turned, you know, European anti-Semitism, you know, full-blown awful. Right. You know, or after the, you know, during the 18, late, sorry, mid to late 1800s when Russia, like, purged the Jews out of Russia at one point, you know, because yeah. it started, that's where it started, right? So, right. and then, you know, it kind of picks up again in the 40s with the Roswell thing, and then it really kicked off with the JFK assassination. Right. It's true. And then you have the golden age of the 90s and the internet where all of those people could just all now hang out together and talk yeah. nonsense and just get louder and louder and louder. Right. Go on to ask Jeeves and be like, can uh, <laughs> jet fuel melt steel beams? <laughs> uh, yeah. What What else is? What else do you got there, Cody? Anything else on the docket? Even not that recent? I mean, if you want to talk about just the moon landing for a second, I mean, this is not even really a conspiracy theory. I mean, we all know that's that's just garbage. But I've, one of my but favorite they stories. There? Yeah, about, they never made it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was obviously it was Stanley Kubrick. Come on, we all know this. <laughs> oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, no, but one of my favorite facts just about the moon landing is I think Buzz Aldrin, I think he was 72 at the time. And some guy started calling him a... A, a liar and a coward. So a 72 year old Buzz Aldrin just cracked his oh, jaw. About that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. I heard about guy. that. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting? <laughs> one thing I heard about the moon landing was that apparently, I think it was Nixon. Was it Nixon? Sent a, it, a moon it was rock. The first. Huh? I think it was Kennedy for the original it, moon landing. Well, didn't he die before they made it to the moon? Mm, no, I thought he was still in power at the time. Was he? Okay, well maybe I don't know if it. Maybe, I don't think it was him that sent it. It might have been the one after Kennedy, whose name I'm drawing a blank on. Um, but anyway, one of the American presidents allegedly sent a quote moon rock to I think it was like the king of Denmark or something, or the president of Denmark or something as like a present. And then they tested it in like the 80s or 90s, and they're like, "Hey, this is just petrified wood." <laughs> so they just pretended it was a moon rock and sent it to another country, but. I mean, that's uh, great. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a super shady troll. It probably was Nixon. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> that is not a rock. Um, <laughs> so he made... So yeah, Kennedy died. What, I forget who went after Kennedy. Lyndon Johnson? Okay, no, it was after his assassination. Oh, I think that's it, yeah. Kennedy is... He made the speech of, like, we need to get a man on the In moon by the end of the decade. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, like that. And then, yeah, they landed in '69. Because uh, he died in '67. Okay. No, uh, he was assassinated yeah. in 1963. Was it three? Oh, did he die in '63? Okay, '63. He was assassinated. Mm. Okay, yeah. so that's what I thought. I know that he got it shooter. started, but I didn't think he was alive for it. Um, yeah, I know. He he just he had the famous speech. Was like we want we choose to go to the moon or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he's he was too he was getting too close to the truth. Mm-hmm. He was almost onto the Britney thing way back then. Yeah. 
We are uh, <laughs> no, there's going to be a pop star. <laughs> Ira, Ira heard she's a great singer. <laughs> Britney, bitch. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. It's <clears throat> you know who did a yeah. good job playing JFK actually was fucking uh, Dexter, Michael C. Hall. In what movie did he he, play? he plays him in uh, the Crown TV show? Oh, huh. oh, yeah, I, he actually, I actually does, does a really good that. job. Huh. I have to check it out. That's yeah, I wouldn't have pictured him as that, but I could I could see it. And if JFK had a a secret kill room, that wouldn't surprise me either. Hundred percent. No, not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the kind of president who would have more of a secret sex room than a secret kill room. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If he, didn't, if he didn't get shot in the head, he would have died from autoerotic asphyxiation for sure. <laughs> Jackie, bring me my belt. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway, let's uh, let's keep going. I yeah so. I'm curious. Other than other than the alien stuff, Randy. I mean, like you said, there wasn't much. But as a kid or growing up, there wasn't anything that really stood out to you as like. Uh, I'm trying to rack my brain now because I it's been so long since I was like in it, right? Um, there was a couple, but I can't really remember what they were now. Hmm. There were some bigger ones at the time, but yeah, they've left my head. But I, I I did research a fair bit of it when I was I don't know probably 13, 14. In that area, the then right I just time. smoked entirely too much weed, and it's gone. <laughs> but that makes sense. The, the The beauty of conspiracy theories is that it's fun. Like you're, oh, sh- yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just you. You look it up, and I can totally understand why people get lost in it. Because if you connect all these dots, you're like, "Oh, I'm in on something. I figured something out that nobody else would know." And um, even though it's nonsense. It's, it's just too complicated. So much of it is like, why would they do that? You know? Like, mm. why would they do that? They don't just... What's your reasoning? Oh, power? Do you think the Queen doesn't already have power? Or, like, the Rockefeller family? Or who... You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, it's, it's silly to yeah. think that they would need to consolidate in that way. Like, if they want power, they're already getting it. There's monster global corporations. They're buying up everything. They're buying up all the media. They're buying up all the food industry. They're, it's already happening. Globalists are not. Like, it's... You don't need a conspiracy for that. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. I just don't get it. Oh, a nice keyboard, Randy. I know. My camera decided to die on me here. Hang on. <laughs> it died? <laughs> well, no. It jumped off the... Uh, oh. <laughs> jumped off the computer. Just committed suicide. It's getting too close. They're, they're, in on they're, it. they're, they're trying to sh- like shut us down about. here. We're talking about conspiracies and never having technical difficulties. Like it's not a coincidence. As hands right. come from behind me, just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the um, old garot wire. Yeah, <laughs> some hitman shit. Um, but what the yeah, fuck I did I do now? Jesus Christ! Oh, it's falling apart over there. I know, fucking goddamn. Oh, anyway, yeah, Cody. Um, moving on from conspiracy stuff, you're also a bit of a history nut, from what I hear. Got any? Yep. Got any? Uh, any tidbits that are rolling around in the old Bedard head? Oh, I mean, lately, I mean, my interest in history always just kind of just goes about what I'm currently consuming and content-wise, right? Mm-hmm. So, like right now, I'm listening to the uh, Lions Led by Donkeys podcast, talking about the Chechen War. So, you know, I'm listening to that, and I, you know, re-downloaded a. Uh, 
audiobook I have from like a year or two ago uh, written by someone who was you know involved in the war and so I'm really into that right now <clears throat> and then um I'm not I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, hardcore history but he yeah. uh, you know mm-hmm. two episodes a year episode came out a week or two you know, a week and a half ago it's a six hour episode so you know I'm deep into <laughs> World War II again nice um, Dan Carlin's a stud absolutely yeah so with my uh like re well, i mean it's not even reignited my, my just my interest in world war ii history i figured i would uh jot down here one of my favorite stories from world war ii that's nice. more funny than anything i mean obviously people died but you know <laughs> in the manner of which this man killed people is just like you know for the 1940s you're like what <laughs> so please so um yeah so his name was uh mad jack churchill or jack whatever right um (laughs) so he was uh born in sri lanka lived in england most of his life and then uh you know went to when world war ii started he would go into battle with a longbow a broadsword and bagpipes this is world war ii we're talking about this is the 1940 okay Wow. <laughs> yeah. He was fighting this for guy, Britain. Yeah, he was a British soldier. Yeah. And uh, like here, are just some of the notes I have written down that I wrote just from the top of my head. Um, one of my favorite ones from him is that uh, his motto that he would tell all of his soldiers or any other officers he would interact with is that any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. Again, this is in the 1940s. That is so British. And he wore, that is yes, and he had a British. broadsword from the medieval times strapped to his waist at all times. He's an Asian Highlander. Yeah, basically, he was a commando, right? So, like, yeah. a lot of like you know small unit uh, infiltrating, uh, you know, behind enemy lines, so on and so forth. So, like, um, in 19. 19- 40, he, he, him and his uh, squad ambushed a German patrol in uh, La Pagnette, France, some, somewhere around there. Anyways, <laughs> he signaled the attack by raising his broadsword and, and like, <laughs> shouted some speech, pulled out his longbow, killed a German soldier, <laughs> and then the rest of his unit, you know, gunned down the rest of the patrol and they, you know, took the patrol. But like, you know, there's other times where because um, he served in Norway, Italy, France, Yugoslavia, which he was actually captured by the uh, by the Nazis in Yugoslavia, which he escaped from the concentration camp because <laughs> you know the guy's just you know a total badass from the yeah, head yeah. from head down. <laughs> that's uh, so, that's uh, phenomenal. In, yeah, in 1939, he they went on a like a covert behind enemy lines mission in Norway. And um, when the cruisers landed on the beach, because it was, I mean, they saw them coming, they, you know, you know, that Saving Private Ryan image in your head where they hit the beach, the ramp comes down and they all run out. He literally was playing his bagpipes as the boat landed on the beach, ran up the beach playing his bagpipes. Playing, I even wrote the name of the song down because I had to go find it because the name of the song is great too. Um, so he's playing March of the Cameron Man before battle he, and, and then he reaches the you know the, the the parapet or whatever they're at to start you know, engaging the enemy he lobs a grenade <laughs> puts his bagpipes under his arm and starts fighting that wow. is phenomenal what a badass i know 
this guy is just a badass completely and he died yeah. in i think 2008 so like this guy lived wow. a long crazy life yeah <laughs> that's that, that's insane wow. to think that i mean that is so british to say you're improperly dressed yeah hmm. you know we need to have your sword yeah it's like, not even just like you know a naval sword like you think you know from like you know red coats like a red yeah. or something yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah no no a broadsword <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dude was born to be alive in like the 1200s during the battle of azincourt you know like yeah yes exactly yeah <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in the 40s <laughs> well just even one of my favorite things about Canadian military history is is the Canadian Corps Cyclist Battalion in World War One. Like there was a whole group yeah. of Canadian yeah. Armed Forces, a whole battalion. They just rode bicycles around France. <laughs> like, like it's it's incredible gig, to think. Eh? That, yeah, you're in the military, so you're strapped up with your with your gear and everything else. But the vehicles were shit in the 1915s or 1910s, and you know, so you're driving these rickety old fucking tanks and if they are even tanks they're basically just trucks cars were invented like eight years ago (laughs) so they it's easier just to grab a bike but now you're ripping through these mud trails and these i don't know it's wild to think you're riding into battle on a bicycle oh shit yeah so i mean they even did that into the 40s the uh german army was uh, stretched so thin and so poor from the uh you know the reparations of world war one that they had units of bicycles in the blitzkrieg you know you're, you're the tanks are off in the distance you know engaging and you're on the back just pedaling in pedaling in, along right? your m40 Which, strapped to your back like gotta get to battle you know what, what country was it it was during world war Two. i think it was uh like belgium or some small nation was getting taken over from Germany and like they had almost no military and whatever they had, they still had cavalry units in the forties or something like they didn't have like an armed. Oh force yeah. Yeah. yeah no, what it was. For sure. I, I want to say it was one of the uh, Northern, like maybe a Latvia type country or maybe Luxembourg kind of thing, like a really small country that's just got really no military i know that does sound super familiar but i'd have yeah. to look into that one they just got like 50 horses and <laughs> you know whatever that's worth i don't know like one yeah. german soldier with a tommy gun could <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know i don't know history's wild man history's wild oh, absolutely i i can never i can never stop consuming history you know like when the girlfriend and i are trying to find something on netflix we end up you have to, I feel like half the time we're going to her account because all of my suggestions are history, 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 <laughs> period piece. Yeah. You know. Uh what was I gonna say? Oh, you said you're listening to a podcast on the Chechen Chechnyan War? Chechen War? Chechnyan War, yeah. I don't know what that is. Tell me about the Chechnyan War. Oh, so yeah, Chechnya is a I I well, I don't even know if it is technically independent or not, part of the Russian Federation in that you know broke away for independence after the fall of the soviet union it's a predominantly muslim population surrounded by russia and russia doesn't like that period so in the 90s so 1994 respectively and i believe 2000 they had two invasions of uh chechnya and then again there was a bit of hostility a few years back nothing really kicked off though 
But like, I mean, you'll always hear about, you know, Chechen fighters fighting for ISIS or for Al Qaeda, yeah. right? Because right. it, it's just, it's the type of culture that they grew up in Chechnya. They're, they're literally some of the oldest population in Europe in terms of uh, like just religion and just culture and whatnot. But uh, man, you like think of, if you want to talk about crazy like war stuff, this is only the 90s and we're having bombardments of cities that were bigger than World War II or on scale of World War II, you know. Uh, there was a bombardment of uh, Grozny in 94 where they were shelling, I think it was 32,000 shells an hour. Holy <laughs> shit. Jesus. Like, it doesn't stop. That's like, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just it's looked just it up here. Yeah, 94 to 96. That's, yeah. They were, yeah. Even though, despite overwhelming nu numerical superiority in men, weaponry, and air support, obviously, because it's the Russian military in the 90s, the Russian forces were unable to establish effective permanent control over the mountainous area due to numerous successful full-scale battles and insurgency raids. The Budyanovsk hospital uh, hostage crisis in 1995 shocked the Russian public and led to international condemnation condemnation of the Chechen rebels. I've heard of the I've heard of Chechnya and I've heard of the Chechen war, but I've never looked any further than that. That's right. interesting. Yeah, it's so, so like, uh, I I can't I, I I can't remember which event it was, but like it, like in recent history, there was uh, a hostage taking at a school where Chechen uh, you know terrorists took over uh, an elementary school killed a bunch of students and then the Russians came in and just killed everybody. <laughs> it was a gigantic mess. They oh, killed 2004. Yeah. yeah, that was 2004. That was the kickoff of the second uh roughly around then. I might be mistaken. I'm still digging deep into Chechnya. Right. But just yeah. like the terms of death and, and the scale of warfare compared from like, you know, now to, you know, like World War II or Vietnam, like these are numbers we don't we don't see anymore, you know, right. even with, you know, Syria fighting for 10 plus years, you're still not even at that same level of death toll that they saw in two years. I'm trying to find the death toll. Uh, first, Chechen War <clears throat> might have to be in a separate article. Um <clears throat> yeah, the official figure for Russian military deaths is 5,732, while most estimates put the number between 3,500 and 7,500, or even as high as 14,000, although there are no accurate figures for the number of Chechen forces killed, which again isn't uncommon, uh, unfortunately. Um, various estimates put the number at 3,000 to 17,000 uh, dead or missing. The number of civilian deaths at between 30,000 and 100,000 killed, possibly over 200,000 injured, while more than 500,000 people were displaced by the conflict. Uh, fuck me. In two years. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like that was Not the big even. thing, too. Is that was, it's a year and a half. After, like, immediately after the fall of the Soviet Union, you know, most of the generals would call the Kremlin a whorehouse because, you know, <laughs> like they didn't. They didn't get along, like the military and the leaders didn't get along. The military was completely incompetent. You know, I've never fought in a war and I've never been in the military. But just from my studying of military history, for example, sending in a tank unit without, you know, uh, a platoon of infantry, your tanks are left unsupported. So they literally would just sacrifice tank after tank after tank to RPGs 
And then they're like, oh, well, you know, I guess we're out of options. Let's just retreat. And, it was just, and then we'll just shove them from a distance. Just totally inept. And like, That's totally wild. inept. It's totally inept, and like the 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 you know Russian soldiers were so poorly supplied that they were you know stealing things from people. There's a great story in that book I was telling you about. Here I've got the name right here. It's called One One Soldiers War by Arkady Babchenko. Um, he fought for the Russians during the war, but like oh. for example, just like a part of the um, <clears throat> supply issues, you had soldiers drinking jet fuel to get drunk. So what they would do is they would take jet fuel, put it in a bucket, leave it outside overnight so it would freeze, and the fuel part, they would separate. So that what was left was drinkable and would get just drunk. But it would just, it was, people were dying of just horrible poisoning. Yeah, it would get yeah. you drunk. Whether or not it's drinkable is... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's going to get you messed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're feeling that. Fuck. The, the fact crazy. that Russia even still exists considering every war they've ever had it's just like run at them see what happens yeah throw stones just run keep going there's there's Go. no thought yeah just give just, her they have a lot of people and they're not worried about losing them it's a bummer no <clears throat> i mean from world war one to world war two they were the fastest growing industrialized country in the world that ever was that period right? wow Absolutely. They went from horse and buggy to putting out thousands and thousands of tanks in 20 years. I wonder, was that because they were expanding so quickly, taking over all like the East Bloc nations? Yeah, and, I mean, a lot of it was due to Stalin taking over around that time, too. Yeah. Right. Which, by the way, going back to Chechnya, Stalin kicked out all of the Chechnyans and sent them to uh, Central Asia until uh, Khrushchev was, you know, took over after his passing and allowed them to come back to Chechnya furthering the tensions between chechens right. and russians uh, right so he kicked all the chechen chechens out and then resettled it with russians and then brought the chechens yeah, i think he sent them to like kazakhstan uzbekistan tajikistan you know that, that really like northern central yeah that really <laughs> northern central asia the hardest country yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i only know of azerbaijan because of f1 um but uh it's yeah i can't imagine and, <laughs> but that's so interesting that's why when people growing up when they're like history is boring you know history sucks i don't want to learn about history i'm like that's because right. you didn't get taught properly and you're not reading the right stories sure it's boring to sit there and be like oh this place was was colonized on this date and it was you know and then they left there and they fought on the 15th of may of well, like that's not that interesting but i mean that's exactly why i had to take canadian history in high school twice because the first time around i never went to class because i was like yeah. jesus this is horribly boring yeah <laughs> yeah it's not great i actually just finished listening to uh craig baird's of canadian history x's um from john to justin learned a lot about canadian prime ministers it was a hell of a hell of a show i didn't know most of them and now i don't know it's really interesting to hear <clears throat> just about them which we never really hear mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure yeah absolutely it was cool um also interesting is that i'm gonna quickly check something here um there's um i'm just curious here because they didn't if i remember right i i'm, I'm just curious if canada had a charter of rights and freedoms before the one that was signed in 1982 because i have a 
a point to make if not. Uh, but I'm not sure. I think it was just things within the Constitution beforehand. But, right. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was preceded by the Canadian Bill of Rights, enacted in 1960, which is a federal statute. Um, it's just funny because most of the... Here's the point I'm going to make. I don't even know if it holds, but the the people that are losing their minds over COVID restrictions and they constantly all over Facebook, people sharing the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and, and for people that have never read it until two yeah. weeks ago, have never taken any poli-sci... No, and don't know anything about anything. Um, they share it. The, the The funny thing is, I wonder how many of their heads would explode to know that that legislation was brought in by Pierre Elliott Trudeau, <laughs> the father whoa, of their whoa, least whoa, whoa. their least like prime whoa, minister. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, slow down. <laughs> like That's can take this news, Reg. Yeah, it's just interesting to me that if they knew that, I feel like they would be less likely to share it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm interested. It's interesting. The fact that Justin is chilling in Guantanamo Bay. He's in Cuba. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't traveling during COVID. I mean, you know, that's that body double, though. You got to give him credit. That's some spot on. Good that's why he grew the beard. On, yeah. I... <laughs> there was something grew the beard. That's one of the. <laughs> that's one of the things. And then, oh, the, which reminds me. That I saw recently of someone posting pictures of Justin Trudeau, of beside pictures of Fidel Castro, and they're like, oh, "Oh, look, yeah, their bone structure kind of the same. They're they're related." Trudeau's a communist. Yeah. See that that's just it. Okay. Other than the communism point, who cares if they're related? You know, know. what does it matter? And frankly, Trudeau's not a communist. Uh, Fidel Castro was i guess i don't even know enough about fidel castro to say that but the country that he is now that he began is communist sure yeah um he was a socialist revolutionary so i mean yeah yeah. Yeah, but i mean he's only a communist probably in many ways because that's a negative buzzword by the people on the right right like socialized medicine is somehow fine but anything else is communist i'm like where does where's that line where do, where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. I don't want my tax dollars paying for someone's rent. Harumps. <laughs> <laughs> bah humbug. How dare you give people uh, basic safety That's always what it comes down to. Is rabble, I just rabble, don't want to pay for harumps, anyone else. Harumps. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about not paying for someone else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's. I don't. I I don't mind paying for someone else. I. I frankly, I think that's my duty as a citizen. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, I have no shame in admitting that I was on, uh, you know, EI for three months years back, right? Yeah. Like, couldn't find a job, needed help. Yeah. No There's shame. no shame in it. Whatever. At all. There shouldn't be. No. And no. And frankly, I I always go back to the nations that are always ranked highest in happiness are the ones with the highest taxes and the biggest social safety net. <laughs> yeah. Weird. 100%. Yeah. Funny like, how that works. It's, it's almost yeah. as if that works. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't do it in the US. We can't do it in Canada. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, fuck, grow up. <laughs> anyway. Well, I uh, do laugh at a lot of people that bitch about stuff like that are the ones that go on EI like seasonally. Mm-hmm. And they just use the excuse that, well, I know I'm going back to work, so I'm not sucking the system. Yeah. And even, I always think, <clears throat> even if, I don't know, 
5%, 10% of people on welfare don't need welfare. So what? Mm-hmm. The, the, I'd rather, the even if it's higher than that, as long as people are being helped by it, I'm willing to pay the excess, you know? Absolutely. Right. right? Yeah. Because would you rather have nothing? And then what? <laughs> I don't think they think it through because so often people are like, no more taxes. I don't want to pay taxes anymore. Yeah. Like, okay. So who's fixing the roads? Well, I mean, just in my <laughs> circle of people, I've seen comments of like welfare supporting drug habits, right? And like as someone who was on welfare for a few months, I can tell you, I could not buy weed with that money. It's not a chance. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> you pay your rent, you buy some groceries, you're broke. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you know, that's it. And but like, frankly, even if it does, again, we need to get past this whole criminalized yeah. thing of drug use. Like, what if you are a drug addict and would you rather they just die than have no help? You know? Exactly. I don't think that way. It's awful. Maybe. It's awful. Maybe. I'm a communist. Maybe. Hey, man, I left a poor review on a food truck on Facebook because the guy wasn't wearing a mask while serving food. And someone called me a communist that wasn't related to the food truck at all. There's just some <laughs> random person saw my comment and were like, yeah, well, maybe it's wrong because you're a communist, like in caps and uh, everything. So I'm trying to get a political science now. professor or someone on the show really badly because I want to go through these these basic terms that everybody keeps throwing around. Everybody keeps using the word communist for when we're talking about restrictions. I'm like, do you have to give all of your money to the state? Do you own property? Are you allowed to buy food at wherever you want? You know, we are not communist. Whatever you mm-hmm. want. Exactly. Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. We're not communist. Yeah, exactly. It's ludicrous. It, it's just, sure. We are a little bit socialist. That's yeah. It's well, of course. There's I mean, no doubt. It's Canada. It's, it's, democratic socialist country yep but it's like to, to somehow everybody just that just that buzzword i i said that to a guy on facebook once a one of my dad's friends had posted something about basically equating trudeau to hitler and they'd they had um uh, photoshopped trudeau into like an ss uniform or into hitler uniform with like the mustache and stuff and it's like yo this is bang on the communist blah 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 and i commented i'm like hitler was a fascist he wasn't a communist and so at least if you're going to insult him, at least use the right term. And right. they're like, well, whatever he's called, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just take it down. It's not true. <laughs> like, what are you talking they about? They don't give a fuck. No, no. Like the cold. And these are the same people that are like, oh, don't you know anything about history? <laughs> Nuremberg trials, Holocaust, uh, buzzwords. Yeah. Things that I don't know I about. That, that I see that hashtag Nuremberg trials kicking around a lot lately they so badly want more crime which is my favorite (laughs) i was talking about not too long ago about how i feel like there's a pretty big portion of these people who think nuremberg trials is a thing and not trials that were held in nuremberg (laughs) (laughs) germany's all of a sudden involved like yeah we're gonna open up the courthouse again and you guys you know like (laughs) yeah it's so silly i don't um yeah everybody sees it chill out just chill out um please well it's the same thing with this with the the covid passport which i i hate when people call it that because it's it's literally like a qr code on your phone um and people are like oh now we're just now we're nazi germany you gotta show your papers show your papers to leave blah 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 blah, blah. i'm like it's really not because i mean what's the difference between having a health card 
or a COVID card or a passport. Is that Nazi Germany to have a passport? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean, my my argument to that one, too, is, you know, if you have a passport and visit, you know, X country that requires you to have a vaccine for, say, yellow fever. Yeah. Right. How is that any different? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's not. It's literally the same thing. It always just boils down to just adults crying like children and be like, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, basically. They, they want to be the adult and just make their choices and be done with it, right? Yeah. Be damned, yeah. public safety, and helping others out, blah, blah, blah. I still think most of the people thinking that like that probably would have done close to the right thing. It's just they have this weird like complex, this American my rights complex that forces them to be a dick about it. Because mm-hmm. if there were no restrictions, I think most people would reasonably say, protect the sick people, give give help where we need it. And, you know, if I don't feel well, maybe I won't go out, right? Not at the rate that probably would have gotten, but it just, because they were told no, then they're like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey don't tell me that. I'm going to do yeah. it more. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. It's, yeah, it's the same as telling your kid, don't touch that. They just want to touch it twice as bad. <laughs> yeah. Or like Cody with his wiener. Yeah. Um, that, literally exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, let's quickly touch on the Habs and um, how whether they're going to win the cup or not, and then we'll uh, probably dial it down here. You mean how so. or they not? No, no, no. There's no question of how or not. It's when, <laughs> obviously. Come on. Okay. Okay. So I'm, kidding, ha- I'm kidding. I can't. No, no, no. I can't do that to myself because if tomorrow night ends badly, knock on wood. No, yeah. knock on wood right now. Holy <laughs> shit, boys! Have you seen the score going on right now, though? No. There was one nothing no. last I looked. Do you want to know what the score is? Sure. It is eight nothing Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> With three minutes left to play. Wow. Oh did they Ooh. did they kill Varlamov? I don't know. They got three in the first, three in the second, two in the third. Good lord. That's oh, good. Um, I mean it helps that they're eighteen million over the cap, so that uh that probably I'm amazed the NHL lets them do that. Like mm-hmm. why is I, why is the salary I, I, cap in place? Yeah, why is it there for the regular season? Why is it not there for the for the playoffs? Doesn't make yeah. sense. No sense. And if and if you're going to have that rule, I feel like there has to be a cutoff somewhere. Yeah. 18 right. million. That, that's how many players worth the salary, you know? Yeah. Apparently even if they didn't have Hedman or Kucherov on this roster, they'd still be over the cap. <laughs> crazy it, it but yeah is i don't Brayden understand point making that much as well i don't even know did he sign his new deal yet i don't even know what he's making i don't know and he's just i every time i see him i want him on my team so i don't know <laughs> i want him all around me yeah yeah <laughs> making seth's mm-hmm. own no she, i'm making a pubie salad she wants seth's own oh, dress yeah <laughs> um does um philip Deneau have a point yet uh, as it, like a point point, I think one assist. <laughs> guy's a stud, though. But have you seen the face-offs? My God. No. He's a monster. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched any of this series yet. But I'm rooting for the Habs. Yeah, but, oh, man, that, that makes me really disappointed that you did not watch the debacle that was last night. <laughs> 
I feel <laughs> like after last night, Chris Lee needs to be shot out of a cannon into the sun and forced into retirement. Who's that Chris Lee? That was by referee. Oh, yeah. That was by far the biggest, worst, just god-awful officiated game I've ever watched in my entire life. And I feel like the game has been cheapened just a little bit by his attitude and his demeanor and his remarks and his calls. You know, like, yeah. you know, granted, I'm not I'm not being biased. Like, the Habs definitely earned some penalty minutes in that game that they did not receive. But when you compare their infractions to Vegas infractions, oh, boy. Vegas is short of stabbing a guy, I feel like, at this point. <laughs> Rick killed a guy. Um, like he, I mean, I, I'm the only player in the league who's ever taken a skate off and tried to stab a guy. <laughs> okay, so this is one of them. This right here. Yes, there you go. He turns away. Then there's this one. I didn't see anything going on there. Oh, he's oh, that was after he's just running the clock. He's saying, "No, no, don't, no whistle. We're just going to end the period." There was like ten oh. seconds left. Well, that's a big deal. Why would you end? Like, it is a huge deal. Everyone was like, "What?" Yeah, blow the fucking whistle and have a face off. Yeah. Wow. Chris Lee celebrating with his teammates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're playing seven on five, it's hard to win. Yeah. Wasn't it that also happened in the in the Tampa Bay series? I thought they scored a goal with six guys on the ice and none of the refs saw it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, or like uh, when Vegas was playing Minnesota, they went seven full periods without a penalty. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That, that, does, that doesn't happen. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you know, we're, I know we're talking about conspiracy theories all night, but like, <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting into like conspiracies of the of the ref or the leagues doing this for Vegas, but like, come on, seven <laughs> periods. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good stretch. I mean, I always defer to uh, Elliot Friedman, who made the point where refing in general isn't that much worse. Like this guy probably sucks based on that, but like in general. It's just we're watching closer in the playoffs, and they make mm-hmm. they do make stupid decisions. I I personally think if it's a penalty in the regular season, call it in the playoffs. Like it, yeah. there's there's no reason Absolutely. to change it. What's this? Let them play bullshit. Like it, it, force them to to they'll play harder. You can let them you know rub each other out on the boards and you know there's some chippy stuff. Let that let that go. But a blatant hook, a blatant trip, like call it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What are you course. doing? Well, since you didn't watch the game last night, right? The great example of that was uh, Nosek board, uh, drove Weber into the boards, yeah. in, like by the numbers, face first. Weber gets up. He retaliates. Nosek slashes him in the back with a stick. He retaliates again. They get into a scuffle. Then the referee finally decides to blow the whistle while he's standing right beside them the whole time. <laughs> Gives them two minutes each. Yeah. And then during that four on four, Suzuki gets called for the, a hooking call that was as soft as baby food. <laughs> like, because there's just no it. consistency. Yeah, they seem to realize they're like, oh, we fucked up. Um, tweet, yeah, um, penalty. Like they, yeah. don't, you know, they like we yeah. didn't call something massive, so and we then, gotta call and something then after that, or I think it was before that. That's when Suzuki gets punched in the face there, and like in front of the ref, and nothing happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Frankly, 
Shea well. Weber should get driven into the boards a lot more often, in my opinion. Whoa um, now. Whoa now. Whoa now. <laughs> watch the clip of him slamming Zetterberg's head into the glass, and then you'll never like him anymore. That's true. No, I totally know what you mean. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've seen that many times. Yeah. Dude comes back from a concussion, and you're just going to fucking slam his head into the into the glass. So, I have no respect for Shea Weber. <laughs> no, I totally no, it's fair. It's fair. Yep. I feel the same way about Shifley right now, so it's all good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I'm curious about your take on that as a Habs fan. And and a part-time Jets fan, too. Oh, that's true. I I feel betrayed, to be honest. (laughs) Um, Also, Shifley's comments about it, just like quasi-victim blaming Evans and nobody on the team taking accountability, calling it a clean hit, this and that. And then, you know having a sob story that his parents are getting harassed, which is, yeah, that is, that's awful. Yeah. It's awful. For sure. No one should have their parents mm-hmm. harassed for that. But you sit there and, and cry alligator tears about that while Jake Evans' parents had to watch him lay motionless on the ice and be carried <laughs> off on a stretcher. And not once could you say you were sorry. Yeah. Did you know, he not even just, apologize? Like, I, not, I don't, I just, this doesn't sit right with me, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I've always liked the guy, but that was just, I have it you on. Know? A decently good authority that apparently he's a dick. Other than I'm that, not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. A coworker, uh, her friend apparently was dating him or dating one of his friends, so they kind of run in the same circles. Apparently, he's a bit of a prick. So, I would love to have him on the show. I would, I would still talk with him. <laughs> yeah, but um, apparently, he's... I mean, if he wants to buy me dinner, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, <laughs> make out a little bit, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I feel the same way about like I I like we talked about on the show. We talked about with um Adam Decker who that episode will probably drop before this one, so I don't know. Um and he works for the for the Devils, so we asked for his perspective as well. And um it's like I I said that then and I'll say it again really quick. <clears throat> Did Shifley make an unnecessary predatory hit? Yes. Did Evans make himself vulnerable? Yes. You know, they can both be true. He fucked up. Evans fucked up. And then I think Shifley probably got suspended a bit too long, in my opinion. Because when you look at, when you actually break it down, shoulder to chest, the, the hit anywhere else probably would have been fine. But the fact that he didn't well, need to make it, did, didn't go for the puck. I did like the NHL's video review of it, of how, you know, Shifley was skating and then he put his stick behind him mm. to put the shoulder in instead of pay, pay, yeah. playing the puck. Yeah, and right. I really feel like if he tried to play the puck, and then hit him, we wouldn't oh, yeah. even be talking about this. I agree. Right. And nor should we, because you're playing to defend right. the goal. Yeah. Now you're just, exactly. I'm mad, and I want to kill a guy. That's, yeah, he, he had fire in his eyes for sure. You look at his eyes right after that hit, and he's like, he doesn't even know where he is. Yeah. He's deer in the headlights. I mean, and that was just, and before that, he was in the box for a penalty that I, it was, it was a little weak, I'll admit. Like, I was like, eh. He's allowed to be annoyed by that, but then to get out of the box and then try and take someone's head off because you're losing yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. And I think it's a difference between the new age hockey fans and the old school ones. Cause I knew a lot of people losing their minds. It's clean. Mm-hmm. It's clean. It's clean. It's clean. Oh, oh, I know. Me too. In today's NHL, that is not clean. Like it or not. That's what it is. Yeah. But four games is too much, I still think. Four playoff games. Because now he's going to miss the first regular season game of the year, too. It's wild. Sucker. Yeah. Swept. <laughs> oh, that broom taste now, Shifley. Yeah, son of a bitch. Please come on the show. Um, 
Uh, all right, so now it's Reg and Cody from the future. You probably just listened to the episode or up to this point, and that was us in the past. So now we're going to do a little bit of update here. As you know by now, um, Cody is is a, a giant Habs head, so um, it, their their magical run to the finals was was one to watch, and and I think most of Canada was behind them, um, except Leafs fans were a bit pissed when they put the the red, blue, and white on the CN Tower, but which was you know. just that, that was just like icing on the cake. <laughs> So just good. salty, just so salty. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I wanted to just uh, really touch base with you because we recorded that episode like a month ago, um, and a lot changed since then, right? Because I think at the time yeah, they we were, were still uh, against Vegas. Yeah, it was still Vegas, and the series was really close, if I'm not mistaken. Too. It was like two games in or something. I, yeah, I feel like. yeah. Um, so for those of you listening that don't know, <laughs> Montreal ended up beating ended up beating Vegas handedly, which was a shock to everybody that watches hockey you can't, you, i was gonna say you can't lie like nobody no, okay. yeah. no i had no <laughs> i i had a so i had i had toronto in six yeah. and then they, we beat them in seven <laughs> i'm like okay jets in six. Oh, we beat them in four <laughs> let's keep yeah, it the going world's gone all topsy-turvy <laughs> um so regardless they made it to the finals and um i no one predicted it so i wanted to touch base with you Kind of see what uh, what was it like uh, as a as a lifelong Habs fan, and they haven't made the finals since 1993 or whatever. Which, exactly, yeah, 93. That uh, puts me at three years old, right? Mm-hmm. I you don't watch hockey at three years old. If you do, you don't remember it, right? No. And for me, like I didn't really like get diehard into hockey until about I don't know, like right after high school, end of high school. So you know, 2008, 2009, 2010, and 2010 for me was my first big push into the playoffs when we that lost was the Halak to, uh, year, right? that was the Halak year. Yeah. When we yeah. lost to Philly after beating Washington and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Um, so for me, this is like the very first time in my whole life that we went to the finals. So <laughs> legit cried happy tears after beating Vegas, <laughs> jumping around the apartment. I'm like, I can't believe it. I can't yeah. believe it. And then complete 180 when Tampa won. Right. Sad yeah. tears kicking and screaming why why <laughs> 18 million over the cap why <laughs> have you seen kucherov he's like oh. signing things now with with 18 he's million a, over he's the cap. such a bastard like, yeah, I, 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 I can't i can't hate the guy for it but at the same yeah. time i'm like you son of a bitch because we all know <laughs> that would be brendan gallagher if they had oh, won oh, yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i yeah absolutely yeah no that's great i mean i as a wings fan we haven't been dominant in you know pretty close to a decade now and uh, their last couple, two thousand and eight. Frankly, they should have won two thousand and nine. Fuck you, Flurry. Um, oh yeah, two thousand nine, right? Yeah. Yeah, they should yeah. have. And maybe twenty thirteen, if uh, the hockey gods were kind. But um, suffice to say, it's been a while since I watched the finals um, that I was invested in, and I, I didn't. To be fair, I didn't watch the finals very closely. And when Tampa Bay won, I was like, eh, you know, it's like it's a good team being good. I appreciate how great they are, and the team is stacked, and they built that team amazingly. And since Steve Eisenman is now the GM of the Red Wings, that bodes well for me. But it's just, I just didn't care. You know, it just didn't mean anything to me because I thought they were going to win, and they won, and it was never really particularly close. And Yeah, uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, what was the vibe I, for I you? Mean, Did you have any hope in hell? <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the moment I saw Tampa knock the Islanders out of the playoffs, pretty much all hope went out the window. Yeah. I mean, even though I didn't have hope up until then anyway, I, mm. I doubted us the entire way through. I maybe should have continued that doubt all the way through <laughs> instead of just giving up hope. Yeah. Um, I started believing I kinda, in them too much. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, you know, I, I would go into the watching the, you know, whatever game, whatever series with little to no expectations. And then, oh, we win. Oh, we win again. Oh, we win even more. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah, just, you know, Tampa being Tampa, kind of, I had the kind of the same thing going into the Stanley Cup final, kind of being like, oh boy, yeah. here we go. <laughs> and then, you know, at the end of game three, you're halfway down a bottle of Jameson just being, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> boy. Hab should have had game two. but they, uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, again, didn't absolutely. Happen. No. Yeah. <clears throat> but, no, that's fair. Um, okay, so then, again, for those of you that don't watch hockey, the Tampa Bay Lightning ended up winning in five games. It's kind of anticlimactic, except for those in Florida. And, um, no, I just, I just wanted to touch base just to kind of update folks on how you were feeling. How, emotionally how long did it take you to really kind of either come down or kind of come to grips with the fact that the run was over honestly today because <laughs> i got a, a notification on my phone that said the uh seattle kraken were not choosing price in the expansion draft yeah so today yeah. was like oh the roller coaster is over <laughs> not that anybody expected them to but then suddenly they were thinking about it and then there was injury concerns and then there was all these other things and then you know it's like <laughs> See, it was it was winning the series winning the first round the second round the third round losing the fourth round oh no we might lose weber forever yeah. oh no price might be going to seattle oh okay everything's all right okay <laughs> I mean, Weber being gone through. is still it's still yeah. boy, that leaves a pretty big that. hole in that roster. And then, and oh, I mean, you know, it's Mark Bergevin. You never know, Mister Mister Bicep Bergevin. We're gonna see what uh, what deals he swings this this summer, and and whether or not he's gonna pull like an Ottawa Senators when they got to within a goal of the finals in whatever that was twenty seven. No. 13? Oh yeah, and then they just burned 17? the whole team down to the ground, right? Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, they kind of thought that they were further along than they were, and then the next year they sort of went tits up. So. Which, I mean, to be honest, I'm not, my expectations for next season aren't very high. No. So the, uh, you know, the young guns that came in this year and last year and really shined this playoffs, you know, it gives me hope for the future. But mm -hmm. for next season in general, eh, we'll I don't, see what happens I don't put in, them the in the playoffs in my brain. I, that's, yeah. See, if we do, we'll squeak in. Yeah. Barely. Yeah, they might even eight. squeak in as the wild card in the other well, division yeah, wild, or something. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> wild card position or maybe even like just above the wild card to squeak in there. But yeah. you know you know, all the big guns went super quiet at the end of the at the end of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. You had Tyler DeFoley, Brendan Gallagher, Den well no, Denell still win face offs, but not like he was in the Vegas series. It's crazy to me that he turned down a six by six contract last year. Yeah. I'm Kind of worried about that. Really Did he ever think he would get more than six million dollars, dude? You you have a career high of like thirty eight points or something. Yeah, I mean he's just a face off wizard. He's really great in defensive zone. Cool, great. He's just not. Like, if if a team up. offers you six by six, you say yes, please. Yes, and walk away. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'd fire my agent. <laughs> yeah, I'd fire yeah. my agent. Be like, Fuck you, I'm out of here because that's Jeez. ridiculous. Um, but now with a flat cap. 
he's not going to get six million. Um, yeah. Anyway, even if he, even if he walks in free agency, I don't think he's going to get what he is asking for. No, no, but, definitely you know, not. I'm just an armchair GM at the end of the day, anyway. <laughs> Same as we all are. Yep. Yep. But no, that's good. Nice little recap. Um, we'll see how they do next year. Um, yeah. See how it goes. See how it goes. <laughs> All right, man. From the future to those listening in the past. No, they'll be listening in the present. We recorded in the past. This is future, Reg and, and Cody. Actually, by the time they listen, this will also be the past. So the more recent past. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We're doing Inception stuff here. We're, whoa, whoa. Yeah. This Inception <laughs> podcasting. Whoa. Uh, time warps, time warps. Okay, man. Well, uh, enjoy your evening and um, cheers. Thanks, buddy. I'll catch you later. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> anyway, let's let's shut this down. Some of us we'll have to go to work tomorrow, unfortunately. So I mean, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. We all got to go to work. It's a bummer. Let's just call in sick. Everybody call in sick. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've kind of given up on being an adult most days. So you know. Sorry, my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Cody. Well, this was fun. We touched on. <laughs> <laughs> real silly shit and uh oh that was fun that was fun that's good thank you for joining us oh, that was a blast oh, thanks was for awesome. having me guys good talking again but once covid pisses off we all need to have a beer 100 uh, percent. yeah oh patio drinks for sure yeah definitely let's hook it up you see those angelic beards in person come on <laughs> i need it you can't i live with my bad jeans i can't grow nothing we'll just nestle real close and you'll feel yeah. what it's like to have it for a while yeah. Yeah. And it'll be, yeah, it'll be safe. It'll be double vaccinated. It's perfect. I love it. It's great. Yeah. We can French kiss. Go crazy. Mm, yum. <laughs> Spit right in my mouth. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. If you want, right? See you. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It was fun. You bet. See you later. Yeah, see you, man. Bye. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that is Cody Bedard. Yeah, a long time, full of conspiracy theories and history stuff, and um, that was fun. That was fun. That's good. He's a good man. Good guest. Loved it. Yeah, Randy, do you think the Habs are going to win the cup? Mm, no. How would you feel I, if they did? I mean, I'd be happy. It's back in Canada, but it's the Habs. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I. Tampa's probably going to do it again. Yeah. Is what my head says. They're just they're too stacked everywhere. I um so yeah, I th- I think Tampa's going to take it this year. I would have loved a Colorado Tampa final, but we can't win them all. And then like how are they going to top that fucking ring if they do win? <laughs> what else are they going to do? They should, we put they almost diamonds need to go on top of diamonds. They almost need to do it like less Just go back just to, to like just weird. the gold ring with the one gem in the middle. Yeah. That would be a real stylish play, actually. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, we don't need it. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. Anyway. All right, folks. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Check us out on Instagram at 2 Idiots Podcast, on Facebook, 2 Idiots Podcast, on Twitter, we're 2 Idiots Show, uh, on YouTube, we're 2 Idiots Podcast. Find us on all there. Leave us a hi. Say, you know, or say hi. And uh, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you. Just, just leave us a hi. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you can also find us email, podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash 2 podcast. 
We got uh, four different tier levels over there, uh, three, five, seven, and ten dollars. If you want to go help support the show, we got uh, giveaways that happen. You get exclusive episodes uh, every month coming your way. Uh, yeah, tell your friends about it and uh, throw a few shekels our way if you would so enjoy. Of course, at the seven dollar and above level, you get the shout out at our idiot Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, and, and, we'll alternate. We'll alternate. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Current member of our Idiot Hall of Fame. We'll start with Mr. Brian Moore. Brian, Brian. Brian. We have me mama, Danny Duick. 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 Hello. Hello. Followed Bye. by Sir Drew McDonald. Of big the tip. Drew. Big Drew McDonald. Uh, we also have Mitchell Buck Pierce Bucker. Buck Pierce. Buck Pierce. Buck Pierce. Uh, followed by Kayla Lundberg on behalf of her and Jordan Peters. Just an excellent pair of people. Duo. And we also have uh, a Janet Gooden. We can't uh, thank you enough for your, your, your kind donations to this show. Indeed. Indeed. Thank you to everybody that... That's everybody, right? Yeah. I think that's everybody. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that, first of all, listens to the show. Secondly, helps support the show. Thank you to our sponsors, Manscaped. Get yourself some new some new ball trimmers, all that jazz. Um, get yourself some merch. Get just tell a friend. The most important thing is trying to get people yeah. to listen. Um, the more the merrier. We talk about everything. If over the last couple of months <laughs> we've had mm-hmm. multiple pride guests and uh, a military vet, uh, a sports psychologist, coach guy, um, you know Cody talking about how the queen is a lizard or something like it's there's nothing we won't talk I, about. I, I would have to say, I mean, we're a hundred and you know, 20 some odd episodes in this. I don't know where this is going to drop. And we're 120 some odd episodes into this. If there's not like something you found that interests you, I'd be very shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Many of our old episodes are shit yeah. quality wise, but there's gems in there. There's gems. Yeah, in there's there. gems for sure. Hundreds of hours of content. So anyway, Thank you all for listening. Please tell a friend. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts, please. That would be great. Yes. Appreciate it. And um, enjoy your enjoy your day, week, month, year, life. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your time. Yeah, yeah. Own it. Lean Own into it. it. Yes. All right. Well, Randy, work it, you sexy bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're played out by local boy, but performing in Vietnam. Former guest of the show. Noose, aka Luke Lowen. Um, he recently dropped in dropped a, a new single called Out My Cage. And we're gonna play it here. It's fire. <laughs> As the kids would say. So enjoy. Check them out. Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. Everywhere. Check out Noose. And here we go. Alright, let's uh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, buddy. Uh, enjoy your enjoy your evening. I'm the one, I've been grinding, now I'm bridal when I'm rhyming in the song Busting out my cage like I've been locked inside too fucking long And the light is going on, and it's all because of me Everywhere I go, I'm following my dreams, I'm the shit This is realness, when you hear this, it gon' hear what's in your soul Chasing millions, raising ceilings, killing demons from below Higher than I've ever been, and I ain't feeling on the blow 
I just focus on inside and let my mind begin to roll Feeling something free, ever wanna see, wanna fuck with me Please, I get nothing from no luck, it's fucking elbow grace Wrapped till I can't breathe, right until my fingers bleed Empty stomach got me coming up with sickness on this beat Started living the dream, I got a dream bigger If you got what I need, then I'ma leave with her Have my heart on my sleeve and now I bleed bigger Hard to believe, hard like a fiend, now I breathe quicker when I see it Gotta get it, gotta crush it, gotta let them know I got life, but the heart, I'll never let it go I'm on a roll, gotta send a fall Wearing all my clothes, ripping off my fan like an animal Born at 24 years, I wasted a lot of time since zero Man, this time I ain't gonna be wrong I got a bottle of magic serum Put a little drop inside your eardrum Hear some, hear some beats from me and feel numb That's me, following my dreams and I finally believe I'm here before I see my up all night This mic ain't gonna light itself in the right would die excel Taking over the world cause I might as well I'm taking like a Vikings yell Yeah, been up all night This mic ain't gonna light itself And a right would die excel Taking over the world cause I might as well I'm taking like a Vikings yell Coming up from underground like a zombie gram I'm smiling behind my bandana man Fuck a demon, shit ain't got nothing on me man See me on top of the world like Santa In my panorama vision Got me stuck with ammunition Sucky bus trying to fuck me up Yeah, whatever, I'll be better than it Only thing under my skin, melanin Never met her with the thought of ending it Demon knocking on my door, well cinnamon Ain't a problem for me, job I never said again When it grows back, no dead, I'll be so glad Man, I love this fucking slow dance Every setback, gonna be a comeback I don't need a gun in a fight, just a thumbtack Plus my girl be looking like a mudflap Everybody listening like they got a phone tap Went to hell, then I went below that Now I'm up on a snow cap, low cap And they know that, they know what? And they know that I'm the one I've been grinding, now I'm bridle and I'm rhyming in the sun Busting out my cage like I've been locked inside too fucking long And the lot is going on and it's all because of me Everywhere I go, I'm following my dreams, I'm the shit This is realness when you hear this